Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Even More About Nothing. It's a voice you haven't heard in such a long time, but if you have not heard it before, let me allow me to introduce myself. My name is Rafiki. I have not been here in a couple weeks, but that's because these high schoolers are up to some chicaters stuff. <laughs> chicaters, deplorable, and whatever else egregious, asinine. That's a 10, that's 11, that's 12. What's up, people? Shout out to the classic. Yes. Stephen A. Smith. Honestly, I love Stephen A. and Max Kellerman. Um, but Stephen A. and Skip was like the yeah. guy, was the height of it. Although, uh, Shannon Sharp is pretty freaking <laughs> hilarious. The, that ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Meme is the best. Like, it's no. randomly. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yeah, whoa, whoa, like just randomly, I'll be going through like responses just to laugh, and like a random Shannon Sharp thing is gonna pop up, and I'm just like, this. Yo, is the best Shannon Sharp moment had to be the day he had the Swisher Sweet out. Yes, he's like, yeah, Skip, let me have my desk, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm off that handout. <laughs> when he said that on national television, I lost my mind. I was like, Shannon doesn't care. Shannon does not care. No. At Oh, Fox News yeah. messed up. They, they, <laughs> they really, really weren't ready for Shannon. They were just like, we can get this Shannon guy, and he's just doing whatever he wants to do. We can't fire him now. It's the most popular guy on TV. Jeez. Anyways, to my left, that 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 booming voice you hear is Mookie. Yeah, I mean, you know what it is. Coming at you live. We really need a soundboard. I like honestly, <laughs> we probably shouldn't get a soundboard because it's gonna be just ridiculous. It'd be a problem. It'd be very, very problematic. We would very much abuse it. Oh, yes, one hundred percent. It'd be as it almost as almost as much abuse as like it gets on the Joe Budden podcast, which is a lot of abuse. But um, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's a nice day outside, relaxed. You know, one of the cool things about grad school is they be t- talking to us a lot about self care, and you know, I'm all about two things: quality and excellence. So when I got permission, <laughs> so when I got permission from my professors to be like, you know what, treat yourself. I kind of took it overboard. I like went and got a whole like porter on steak by myself, and I was like, I paid twenty one dollars for a steak, ate it by myself. Don't care. Quality and excellence, self care. I wrote a paper on it and got a hundred percent. My teacher was like, this is excellent self care. Continue to practice in this way. Make sure you take care of yourself. I'm like, oh, you messed up. So every time, every time someone says something silly to me, I'm like, listen. I'm about quality and excellence. This is self-care. It's this a family is the, creed. This is for the betterment of my <laughs> life. Let me be where I want to be. All right. After all that. Uh, so, I mean, Mr. Young Gun, Shotgun. However, Shotguns are... Oh, stop for, stop for, you messed it up again. Let me redo this. You've been gone too long. You've been gone too long. Let the pros handle this. Let me let the pros handle this. No. In front of me... No. The greatest host of all time, mm-hmm. Young Gun Shogun. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what it is. Hold the trillest, the realest, be the realest. Can I, can, I, can I say this real quick, though? Yes, I, I, I might have messed that up. However, can, can, we, can we find a way to make that, like, make it a silencer or something? Because, I mean, you come with quips in such a way that are kind of silent. And then before anybody... That's hit- the point of the Shogun. Young Gun Shogun. Like, when you think of Shoguns, I'm thinking Feudal Japan, Samurais... Yeah, you know, Duels, we, you, like, we've all seen the classic but, anime but, but, scene. But, but, like, the, the quick draw McGraw, you know. That's what, I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying. We've seen the classic anime scene. Oh, Shogun is out there, you know. He's among, he's among himself just having a moment of reflection. 
there's a bunch of wheat surrounding him. And then a bunch of ninjas show up. They come up. And it's like, hey, yo, dog, we looking for the Bato side, and it's just like. I am him. I'm him. What you want? And they're like, it's your time to die. And he's like, not today, sucker. <laughs> so he like pulls out the sword, kills one, throws a chocolate at the other, and then he's cutting up somebody's hat. Even though swords don't make da-da-da sounds, <laughs> somehow still make chopping up real clean, make it sound like that. I'm just oh, saying, whatever. the first time I watched uh, uh, Samurai Shampoo... And moving through his whole slipper at somebody, I'm like, this is the greatest anime of all time. He literally hit this dude with a whole slipper. I'm like, alright, chocolates for life. And I'm pretty sure it was a block of wood. Yeah, his slipper was a block of wood. But what's going on, guys? It's your boy Matt. Follow me on social media at Matt underscore Ogu2. Uh, Twitter's still popping. Facts. So if you aren't following me on there, what you doing? You sleep. I still haven't changed my... Like, my name on Twitter is still just Mateo. Yep, yep. But, you know, you boys got to stay protected. Make sure I'm not flagged down and taken and removed off Twitter. I don't see that happening. But you can never be too careful out here. You just never know with these Twitter folks. Like, honestly, I've been followed by two people who have over, like, 200K followers on Twitter. I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. And I don't know if your followers are real followers. But they do both have verified accounts. Yeah. I'm not giving them no shine on this podcast, though. Yeah, same. It's, it's, it's just like, like what's happening? Why are you following me? You going to shoot me a message? Like, what's happening? Which, speaking of, speaking of that, never mind. I'm not going to say the second one, but the first one. What's up with interaction with people on social media where you feel like, oh, I'm just going to like a whole bunch of pictures and someone's going to message me? I, I I don't get that. This is almost as bad as what we talked about last week. People de- like messaging you on or your like wall, or commenting, commenting, like, yo DM, DM me. <laughs> no, it's like no. You either send them, you send the message, or you get up by my trap house. I feel like that's like my saying for 2018 because I said that in class the other day, and 90 percent of people look confused. Three people laughed hysterically, and my professor was like, "Can you explain that one further?" <laughs> That's like, okay, did you see, uh, I know you saw it because you shared it, Matt, but Anna Kendrick was on. Yes, that was fire. <laughs> and Trevor was like, fire. the list. What is the list? <laughs> so you just going to throw your boyfriend out there and say that she's on his list? Yeah. You just saw the chance that he can. So what is the... I'm like, bro, like, calm. Anna Kendrick, <laughs> this is the second time Anna Kendrick has really been out here. She was on, she was on Ellen spitting bars. Did you see her rap on Ellen? No, I did not. Fire, fam. Anyway, we'll talk about that after the podcast. All I got to say, you know what? Hey, at Anna Kendrick, uh... Come on the podcast one time. If you're ever going to hear this, I don't know when, but if you do, come on the podcast Or if time. anybody knows Actually, Anna yo, Kendrick and yo, says, hey, they shouted low you Low key, out. I mean, I'm not dating anyone, but Anna Kendrick could be on my list. Facts. <laughs> if I had a list, Anna Kendrick would probably be on it. My, I think I've had my list for a long time. I just didn't know. I didn't know it was an official list, but Angelina Jolie is still at the top of that list. She's been on the top of that list since Tomb Raider 2. I, I, she been on, I know for Listen, you. Did you see Tomb Raider 2? I did see okay, Tomb Raider listen, 2. That's all I have I, to look, say. I know the proof she... is in the pudding. Watch Tomb Raider 2. <laughs> all I'm saying is Rafiki better watch out what he's saying. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I, don't you see me? I'm just. Mm, I can't, I can't, I can't, he's like, I can't say anything. You can't, you can't say I can't, that. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say that. 
I get neither agreeing or denying. See, the thing is, is, like, the best part about that entire thing of what happened on The Daily Show was my guy was chilling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, and, we've and, never and, had anybody come back after we were through with you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, and then uh, Trevor pointed out, he's like, and you, you're just over here all smiling? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my guy is, uh, he's, he's comfortable. But anyways, you already know what it is, guys. If this is your first time rocking with us. This is the Even More About Nothing podcast, yeah, you're where we're infamous for 17-minute intros, 23-minute outros. outros, 23. It's 23. I thought it was 32. We've counted. We've counted? 23? Yeah. Bet. So Actually, last week was almost on the dot at 17, because obviously it was a short, and it was like 15.30, including Week in Review. Yeah, including Week in Review. It was almost spot on. Yeah, almost. Week. I did notice that, too. So we're, we're getting more accurate, Facts. more position. What what it takes to be the Pokemon master out here? Speaking of which, Nintendo Switch is out here just doing whatever they want. Yo, but Animal Crossing. You realize how wild <laughs> people went? I, the hell, yo! I, did, I thought like Kingdom Hearts fans were bad. Yo, Twitter was unscrupulous. It's just a bunch of nonsense when they announced Animal Crossing. I'm like, yo, what do you people do in this game? Yo, somebody tweeted out a picture of a squirrel in a suit, and I'm like, yo, what is happening? <laughs> Yeah, what? I saw it. There was a picture of was a bunch of like a pictures of raccoons. I'm like, it's like mayor. I'm like, I was like, is this raccoon city? What's cracking? What's my, my happening? Favorite, my favorite part was scrolling through Twitter. Obviously, there are like three or five people that are already like, yo, I'm gonna have to cop a switch. They they announced Animal Crossing. Like, first of all, what game? Like, the fact someone is just like on the borderline about getting a game. Or like somewhere close to an the entire fence. system, and then, and then an entire yeah. system, and then Animal Crossing comes out. Animal Crossing, and they're just like, "Yep, have to do it, have to do it." Ha- I there's there's my hands are tied. I, I just have they've to do done it. the thing. The best meme that I saw about <laughs> that was someone had uh, the Animal Crossing like one of the characters in Animal Crossing sitting in the passenger seat of this Jeep that Snake was driving, and someone captioned Smash Ultimate 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. Oh my goodness. But uh, speaking of Twitter nonsense, uh, this is actually on Instagram. LeBron James is just having the best time of his life. Yo, listen, he was on the Ellen Show recently, wasn't he? He was on the Ellen Show yo, recently? We, uh, we're not, never mind, I'm not going to be into that. I don't even, <laughs> like, listen, as, as long as people have known me, I've been a card-carrying founding member of the LeBron James Haters Club. I've been a card-carrying member since day one, ever since the decision in whatever, yeah. when he decided to leave oh, Cleveland. talking about what you tweeted the other few weeks ago? In the other few, now, apparently... He had his anniversary, 17 years of Savannah. Congratulations to the beautiful couple. We always want to celebrate celebrate black excellence on here. But since getting to L.A., apparently all his problems are just gone. Because LeBron James is out here in a button-down with some slacks that are too short and some Nike vulcanized. Um, if you don't know, those are the Blazers created specifically for Nike for the 10 collection by the greatest artist of all time, Virgil Abloh. Shout out to the God. Um, if you don't know, Virgil Abloh, a fruit of the Kanye tree. Um, but back to it, he had his anniversary with Savannah and it had Sheck West and Travis Scott for like a private performance. And he's just on Instagram just wilding. And like his son was like at a dance party just like doing skip rope. I'm like, I don't know what happened to the whole LeBron James game, but they moved to uh, L.A. and they just forgot that problems, like, happened. Like, my man was just helicoptering all L.A. Like, 
We're moving to LA, guys. I don't know when or where, but we're going to move to LA. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. However, the, the one that also, like, the one that tipped me off that LeBron was, obviously, he out here dancing on Instagram with a do-rag on. Yo, when I saw a do-rag, I'm like, yo, he doesn't care. <laughs> he, has, he does not no, care. Shortly anymore. after that, it was like a week later, it was like an LAFC game going on in town. His kids had jerseys. This is on Instagram. His kids had jerseys. And he said, shout out to the Migos. And he turned all his kids' names into versions of the Yeah! <laughs> I died. I absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So, that was so funny. Disneyland was the happiest place oh. on earth. But no, now got it's a, LA. Got, a, got an interesting story about a do rag. There's do rag stories. Well, hang on, hang on. It's not like. All right. it's, it's what, not, you got, what do you need to do rag? Let's no, put, not me. I not just want to. I just want to put out a disclaimer. We do not condone or support any of the things that are happening in the story. I don't know what's about to happen. So continue to listen on let, let, your own. It is it is child friendly. There's no stories involving a do rag that are child friendly. Uh, this one doesn't. Okay. Because I, mean, I, uh, I, I work Kelly, at a yeah. Christian school. <laughs> We're going to slide <laughs> right out of those DMs. <laughs> oh, no. What was the last time we used that phrase? Oh, it's been a minute, but it's good. It's good. All right. Uh, uh, so, anyways, uh, so for those who don't know and those who know, I work coach high school soccer. Um, so, we're at a tournament in Warrensburg last weekend. So, we're at the tournament. It is a Saturday morning. It's cold. It's rainy. These kids are freezing. So, this, so one of the kids, he's a senior. White kid, prevalent to the story. We're all walking out the bus, you know, all 17 kids because it's a varsity-only tournament. And then as we're, like, close to the fields, he turns and looks at me, and he goes, Hey, coach, what's up? Uh, hey, do you got a do-rag? I, I can't really, at this moment, I want to look at him, and I go, that's racist. <laughs> but I, I, I can't because there's a bunch of people around me looking at me. I, and I, I look at him, I go, Bro, I'm bald as I take off my hood. Like, what do I need a do-rag for, bro? All the kids were just like, Carson, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, well, so, Carson. So we just throwing names out there? I didn't say last yeah, name, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Carson, here's what you do. You go down to your friendly neighborhood Walmart. You go down to the health section. And then you go to the hair section. Depending which Walmart you're in, it's in between the toothbrush aisle and like, do you, do you know how far away we were from Walmart? We were knob noster, bro. I'm just, I'm just trying to put on. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to give some. <laughs> that game. That's that a real place. Just, the first time I was working retail, and the first time someone said, "I live in knob noster," I'm like, uh, "Excuse me, can you spell that?" Because I'm not trying to. <laughs> so it's a military base. I'm like, "Yeah, please spell it." I'm not gonna mess that one up. We were, but anyway, we were Carson, so you go there. into Walmart. You turn, depending on which way you go, you hit the pharmacy section, and then right next to the pharmacy section is the, like, self-care aisle. You got the toothbrush aisle, and then you got the aisle. Deodorant. Deodorant. The aisle. Body The aisle. We all know what aisle it is. It's usually against, like, a main wall. We're not going to talk about it on this this show right now, but you got toothbrush, the aisle, and then, you know, (laughs) body care products. And then, this is where it gets tricky, Carson. You got to pay close attention because you might miss it. You hit the corner, and then you hit the left skirt. It's going to look scary because it's going to be a bunch of feminine hair products. Look to your left, and then look down. There's two rows of men's, African-American men's hair products. Stay away from the Palmers. You're not ready for that. That's dangerous for your health. But if you look down below the Palmers, it's usually in an orange can. That's where the do-rags are. Now you know. Go get your do rag. My best, the 
my favorite thing going on Twitter, seeing anything about hair, is... Barbershop videos where oh. they be where they be rocking people and they be slapping the back of their head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that couldn't be me, bro. That couldn't be me, dog. <laughs> I saw one recently where it's like when uh, you go to your regular barber and he finds that like, you've been cheating on him. <laughs> and he's just rocking him. He's like slapping him like salt base slaps to slap on me. Oh, <laughs> look, look, look! Well, I saw this on Twitter. What what what's up with kids these days? This kid is sitting in the barbershop, taking himself like. Hey man, I'm hooked up. Nice, hooked up, nice. Hey man, how much for the? How much for it? He like, oh man, I'm glad you like it. Forty five. You, he ran out the door. <laughs> He's like, oh no, hold your pants. Yo, what is up with kids? Here's guys? my thing though. You can't just run out the barbershop. Yo, he still had the thing around. He Because <laughs> a, your barbershop. Your barber knows everybody in the neighborhood. B, you're going to have to get another cut soon. All those barbers know each other. They all go to the same clubs. They all go to the same cookouts. There's like a national barbershop like family gathering on Thursdays. So you're, you're out. Why do you think they don't open on Sundays or Mondays? Because they're all hanging out at the barbershop. There's one central barbershop they all hang out on on Mondays. They talk about barbershop code. They talk about who's better, LeBron or Jordan, Mike or this. Uh... I don't Has anybody how, not seen the barbershop movies at this point? I don't understand how in 2018 I mean, we're still having this argument about Frazier versus Ali. Well, we have video one. evidence. We have video evidence of what happened between Frazier and Ali. But oh, on any way, given Saturday, you walk into a barbershop, that argument is still happening. Uh, speaking of boxing, just saw that uh, Mayweather announced he was going to fight Pacquiao. Look at the segue god over here. That's what I was trying to set up. Floyd Mayweather trying to hand these hands out. Pacquiao really wants this problem. Nine figures, bro. Nine. First of all, I just got to say, um, I will take three figures to just lay down five <laughs> on a good day. You give me seven, I'll just stand there and get beat up. Give me give me, give me, me nine figures. I, oh, yeah. I'll dance. I, <clears throat> I'm going to say this. And if you notice from my usual way of speaking, my voice is not elevated. <laughs> I'm bringing it in real close to tell you guys this one thing. That people may or may not like me for. Pacquiao. You want to say Pacquiao? <laughs> oh my goodness, you're preposterous. <laughs> All I got to say is, the last time Floyd and Pacquiao fought, I don't know if it's, it's probably dirty because Floyd isn't like, you know, the most cleanest person in the phrase of fight. But there was a good 12 seconds where Floyd just put his foot on Pacquiao's boot and use him as like a juggling bag. And I was just like, yikes. <laughs> Help. But I haven't well, seen well, a Floyd, I haven't I seen a Floyd fight I, I, since. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say, my guy could have gone out with a clean 50. He could have. He's, he's risking it all for 51? And nine figures? Well, yeah, he's going to get the money regardless. Like, 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 Floyd, <laughs> Floyd doesn't know. I think Floyd spends more money than the average American makes in a year mm-hmm. in an hour. Yeah. Uh, but he also, like, again, Floyd's not the cleanest person on the face of the planet. And if you didn't know, Pacquiao, a religious man, a Christian guy, he was in Vegas enjoying his time. Floyd was tweeting some nonsense about 50 Cent again. Um, but then decided to throw some shots. Pacquiao, being a good man, he was like, you know what? I want to confront this man. You know where Floyd was? Where? At a strip club. Girls collection. Yeah, he, he owns multiple strip clubs, but he was in Vegas at his strip club. That's why he was in the little booth. And Pacquiao pulled up. He was like, listen, you want to talk all this nonsense? 
Throw them gloves on. And then that's when the Twitter video come up and Floyd is unzipping his Versace <laughs> shirt, talking about, we could go for nine figures. I'm like, I'm excited this happened. I kind of want Flacchiao to win. I'm not going to lie. Just because I want to see nonsense happen. <laughs> I kind of want Flacchiao. Like, it's not going to happen. Just imagine. Just imagine. It's not going to happen. You, you have, Imagine you have 50. Half a century of wins. Zero losses. And then you yeah, come out 50 fun. and 1. I would be hurt. Oh, so emotional. So wait, wait, wait. So let's 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 kind of like back up a little bit. When the first time they fought, you know, the last time they fought, or the only time they fought, Pacquiao really wasn't quite in boxing shape. Yeah. He okay. Any if, if, if we listen, so, to, if we listen to that story, according to Skip Bayless, the greatest Pacquiao defender since his mother herself. Uh, Pacquiao was hurt. He'd gotten a couple cortisone. He got a couple cortisone shots the day before the fight. He was examined by a medical examiner who said he probably shouldn't fight, but he decided to fight anyway. Apparently, uh, he might have torn a labrum or something during the fight. But we don't know how. We don't know to what well, degree. I'm, I'm not even we, talking about like the degree of like. Yeah, but how many <laughs> fights had Pacquiao done? Since his hiatus and his whole political run in his home country to come back to boxing just to end up, what, one or two matches later having to fight Floyd? I think it's actually a lot more. I think it's probably four or five fights. I think Pacquiao's done like four to five fights. I'm not going to lie with you. Okay. Still, is that enough? I don't know. To fight Floyd, there's not enough. Here's my thing. There aren't enough fights to fight Floyd. Like, like he just, like, let's, as Mateo said... Young Gun Shogun with the facts. 50 dubs. 50 wins. Half a century of straight Ws. This man is the ninja of boxing. Ninja is like the greatest Fortnite player. The band has hundreds of wins. Uh, whatever they call them. Victory Royales. I don't know yeah, what the kids do these days. Um, I've literally played one match of Fortnite. You know what happened? Died. Shot five times. Honestly, like when I was going at it day by day, week by week, I kind of got good, but I can't build to save my life, so I stopped playing. Uh... We're going to talk a little bit about Call of Duty a little bit in the show, but um, I, th- th- there isn't enough experience anymore. Like, boxing isn't the sport it once was. It wasn't, like, America is, like, always, like, baseball is America's pastime, but, like, boxing is, like, the underground secret, like, f- America's favorite pastime. At least it once was. It's now shifted to UFC. We know that's a fact. UFC numbers are doing crazy. Boxing is struggling. Like, a lot of people said the Triple G Canelo fight was, like, rigged so we could get the rematch, which is happening tonight, by the way. I'm trying to go see that. I might just pop up at uh, no other pub to go watch that. Um, but anyway, I just don't think there, is enough, like, there aren't enough boxers. There, aren't enough, there isn't enough experience in the field to even begin to catch up to Floyd. And at this point, he's almost... How old is Floyd? Old. Yeah, he's old. We don't, as you know, and the Rolf mean just appropriately said, we don't really check our facts out here. So I'm going to throw out some nonsense. Floyd probably 45 out here. Floyd is a young 45. He's really out here throwing not that many heavy hitters, but he moves like he's 12. You, you like, how many times with, did with, my, with how much running he does in his matches? <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, I watched the McGregor fight, and I got tired from all the running Floyd did. But... After he ran McGregor out of gas, he put he proceeded to throw sharp elbows after 
after glazing hit, after punch. After, McGregor looked like he was getting abused out there. I felt kind of bad for the guy. But for Floyd to be almost 50, we don't, okay, we're just going to say Floyd's almost 50. He's got 50 dubs. For a man with 50 wins who's almost 50 to move that way, I don't think, I don't think Pacquiao stands a chance in a rematch. But what I do want to see is I want to see Floyd try to dance and get hit one time, hit the mat, boom, pop right up. And Actually, I, I want to jump back to an earlier statement that you said. What's up? I believe there is one person who could take down Floyd. Who? Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, you know what? he's 41. He's 41? Yeah. He looked look real old for 41. That oh, black is starting to crack a little too early. <laughs> you know what they say? Black don't crack unless you use crack. But you know, I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> We're not really spreading any rumors on here, and I don't want no problems with Floyd. I, I, I don't want no problems. But if you're trying to throw me three figures to get in the ring with Floyd, I, I get in the ring. I'll I lose. You can throw me three <laughs> figures to stay quiet. <laughs> I was about to say. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I really think Bruce Wayne is the only person that can be Floyd at this point. Like, I mean, Pacquiao to win, but I recognize when... Uh, let's count out the, 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 the L's Bruce has. L's against Bane. But then he returned in the rematch and handed him, his, handed him a whole ham sandwich. So he got that dub. He's gotten an L from Rachel Gould. But then he handed that dub back twice. Yeah. And then Damien really handed Rage that, that big L. Um... Well, uh, it, it, it depends on which story you look at because there's there, there's pre-Damien and then there's post-Damien. And if Damien comes in, then yeah. Okay. If you don't know, it's National Batman Day. So in this world where Floyd Weather is fighting Bruce Wayne, I think Bruce gets the dub. Because if you don't already know, Bruce is a master. Different. I think it's 150. It's something like that. A hundred different, a uh, hundred plus different martial arts forms. Yeah. Post post New Fifty Two, Batman has been listed as knowing as being the world's most expertise fighter. He is mastered and is considered a black belt slash master in over hundred and fifty forms of martial arts slash fighting. So I don't think like if it's straight up boxing, Floyd has a chance. Do you think Bruce Wayne could beat up McGregor though? I think it's an easy dub. For Bruce Wayne against McGregor. Because he's allowed to use... Because he's allowed to use his foot. I think that's what Because as I said a couple episodes ago, he put his whole foot through Red Hood's face. So if he can use his feet, I don't think McGregor's going to talk? Chance. Have you seen Red Hood's new look that they've got? I like it. Oh, yo, that's kind of sick. With the, I, with the I, I, I have like, not actually seen it. Yo, so like he has the it's the traditional red hood, but he's got a hood like it. So it's like one of those like almost so, like jean jacket. So kind of like uh, he looks like alternate universe Joker red hood. Yes, but he's he he looks like a division agent with the red hood. So he's got like a denim jacket like, on. Like he's from Destiny. Like he's from New York City. Uh, oh, yeah, he looks. Yeah, he looks so like he's got, got the hood. hood. He's got a hood. Dang, it has like a Mortal Kombat vibe. To That's it. what I'm. Kind yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. I mean, I was thinking more like like a hood rat, just you know, trapping still, out, it, like uh, trapping out the bad But, 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 but even uh, even this one right here has that red hood. Yeah. Anyway, I mean that Mortal Kombat look, but still, yeah. So, and and the fictional universe we've created, I think Batman gets a W against both those people. Um, he has a W against Superman. He has multiple W's against Superman. Let's get the facts straight. He um, for those of as you, as long as it's not a prolonged fight. It's, as long as it's not a prolonged fight. And for those of you who said who Superman uh, would beat Batman one punch, 
If Batman didn't have kryptonite, you need to check your facts because Batman has beaten Superman even when he didn't have kryptonite. You know how? Magic. Since you clowns don't like to read your comics, number one weakness for Superman, kryptonite. Number two, magic. Get your facts right. Everyone's like, how is magic a real thing? Read your comic books, you clowns. Um, but yeah, he, um... Shazam, that means Shazam is a total weakness for Superman. Yeah, Shazam, Shazam would probably... Which he has, It would be, it would be a fair fight. Let's put it that way. Shazam and Superman would be a fair fight. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be like, it wouldn't totally be like one-handed for Shazam. Shazam has beaten Superman. Twice. Yes. To my recollection. One time was, they even, they even portrayed it in the movie Batman Superman Public Enemies, Enemies. I believe it was. When Lex and just to it. clarify, it's not that uh, magic has the same effect as kryptonite, where it's like weakening and takes away. It just power. does more damage. Yes, it does more damage to Superman. Yeah, and everyone's wondering, well, how did Batman get his hands on magical items? <laughs> Again, read your comic books, you clowns. He's Batman. He's Batman. This stuff just happens. He's dated multiple magical women. He just multiple gets, of them. He, he just gets. Didn't he get the Red Lantern ring? Was yes, he did. He got he got the red and the Black Lantern ring. Mm-hmm. He's set in God chair. He has rages. Had, I don't think people understand how many. Four out of the eight Green Lantern rings have approached Batman. Yeah. I don't think people realize. And that. he's like, nah, cuz I'm chilling. The only one he's truly, truly worn was the green. Because it was it was actually really dope. Yeah. That was actually really dope. And then if you don't know, um, he gets hit with the Amazel virus and actually turns well, it was gonna kill him, but he actually gained powers of a bat. And he was so strong, the entire Justice League had to literally, like, they basically did what they did to Darkseid. They all had to attack him at once and tie him down to a bed. Um, he couldn't see, but he his ears basically turned into sonar, and his voice was so amplified, it was like a, like a giant blast. Um, he was so strong um, because of his body. Like, his body just begun to function naturally, so he wasn't thinking about fighting. He was just fighting. He punched Wonder Woman so hard, she literally flew across the city. Um, so in that case, that's I don't I don't really count that as a dub against the Justice League because we know he single-handedly like captured the entire ju- well he beat and captured the Justice League when his plans to stop the Justice League got turned on them. Um, so that that was uh, I count that as a real dub against that was, the Justice uh, League. So that was uh, Tower of Babel. Yeah, I count that as a real win against the Justice League. I don't count the whole Amazon virus thing because it was a short fight and they basically captured him, threw him down, and locked him down. Um, but Batman has W's against pretty much everyone in the DC universe, including my favorite Darkseid. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, which is one of my favorite comics of all time, um, one of my favorite comic strips is Batman in the Hellbat suit. Um, I think if you ask me, that is one of the most powerful incarnations of Bruce Wayne as the Batman. Point blank, period. I love Shogun Batman. I love I love Gaslight Batman. But Hellbat Batman is actually this. This is a good opportunity. Talk because it is National Batman Day. Let's let's talk about our favorite like Batman iterations, moments, or characters. Yeah, even shows because there have been a couple. Good shows. I really, uh, yeah. For me, if we're gonna go comics, I love, I love God Chair Batman because it's the first time he realized he was wrong. <laughs> Not the so, first time, but it's like it was one of his. So Justice League issue fifty two out of the new no no fifty three fifty three fifty four. I think it's not. Are you sure it's not fifty four? I think it's fifty four. 
Well, that's when the chair presented itself, and then that's when it, like, starts. But Justice League issue number 54 of the new 52 series, for those who are wondering. Yeah. Um, that's a really good series just because he, like, he has all the knowledge at his fingertips, and he asks one question. Who is the Joker? And he gets an answer he was not prepared for. He gets an answer none of us were really prepared for. He goes, the chair answer. Wait, but they never really, so they. They gave an answer, but they didn't give an answer. Because basically they asked who who was the Joker and the chair responded which one. There's three of them, and he goes, "Oh, it makes sense now." Um, and it basically was like the classic Joker we knew, the Joker he's been fighting against for so long, and then the new Fifty Two Joker, which we've seen arising out of nowhere, which he thought was the same person, but essentially it was, but it wasn't. Um, so it's kind of like they took the Joker. Um, and applied the Batman theory because the whole theory behind Batman is like um, a symbol for peace and justice to put fear into criminals. That moment basically takes the Joker from being a person to being an idea. The idea of the Joker, the idea of chaos, to live eternally against the idea of justice with Batman. And I just thought that was beautiful writing. Um, The Dark Knight Returns... Very, very, uh, honestly, could anyone disagree with that being one of the best no. Batman movies ever? No. Anyone? The Dark Knight. Bueller? Bueller? No, I mean, I, I, hands down, it's one of the best movies ever, but I think it stands head above heels as the best Batman movie of all time. Now, personally, I really like Batman vs. Superman. I think a lot of people don't give that yeah. movie its fair shot. I think it's very confusing for non-comic book fans, especially hardcore comic book fans. And like when you rewatch it, like it, it's so funny how like the pieces of information are there, but it's so spread out throughout the movie that when you rewatch it, the movie actually answers itself. Exactly, the movie genuinely answers itself. And then when you when you watch Batman vs Superman after watching Justice League, so many more things like it makes so much more sense. Like it just. It just works. I think that's both the strength and the weakness of that movie is that if you rewatch it and you understand the comics and you understand what's going on, it answers itself, but it lives on in this like chamber that exists within Batman and Justice League. Um, but I don't know. What about you guys? I've been talking for a minute now. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I'm not really big into comic books like you, like you guys are, um, but one of my favorite iterations of Batman has always been Batman Beyond. Oh, so good. Yes. That's um, really good. So, at least growing up, uh, watching first Batman the Animated Series, this was the first time you see someone that wasn't Bruce Wayne donning the bat suit. Um, you have Terry McGinnis, which, if for whatever reason you haven't like read up on it, if you haven't watched it, is essentially the child of Bruce Wayne through weird means. Yeah. Which, um, by the way, for those who don't know, Batman Beyond, or at least that world, is Earth-51. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I also loved it because it was around that time that because of Batman the Animated Series, because Superman the Animated Series, well, no, yeah, they still kind of tied into it, but the whole Justice League uh 
static, static. shock. Every everything Just like static. static. Tie. Well, the, the, the the show the static sh- shock. Well, That's, I thought you were saying. I was, I was talking. I was talking the, the in terms show. of the shows. There, there was Cause that. Justice League, there's Static Shock, and then there's okay. Batman Beyond. I'm glad you clarified because that's a huge pet peeve of mine. People are like, hey guys, you, you see Static Shock in the show? Like, it's, it's just static. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really miss that show. That show the, was so good. I want Static to come back. Yeah. I really do. But they got an iteration of him on Black Lightning, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, of. and yeah. he's also going to be in Young Justice Season 3, so super excited about and that. And this is a. So when we first see Static uh, Virgil in Static Shock, he's just getting his powers. From what I understand, when he shows up in Young Justice, he has been Static for quite a while. Not right? Not really. Or, no. or what's the time? Because like the, he had he essentially just gotten his powers. He just got his powers. Oh, so they're then. reintroducing him for the new generation. Yeah. Okay. So, that makes sense. So they reintroduced the, him in season two. Okay. Yeah. God, my goodness, like. Can we talk about that show for a little bit? Like, how good Static was? Like, Static Shock, the show, like, A, um, let's not talk about, like, all right, let's go ahead and talk about it. Like, A, like, having a young black superhero, but his best friend is white, and it's, actually, it was kind of funny, like, they talked about everything from, like, racism to gang yeah. violence to acceptance, like, um, one of the most everything. powerful scenes ever was um, Virgil's dad, like, Telling Virgil's best friend, who was white, what's his name again? Richie. Red, Richie. I always said Reggie, it's Richie. Like, hey, I love you no matter what. Like, I remember seeing that and crying because Richie was pissed because, like, Richie's dad was kind of racist. Yeah, no, no, like, no. It wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't kind of. He was straight up racist. He was, I, that, that he whole was episode, straight up racist. That, just that episode was ahead of its time. Did we even for see the Richie's dad's generation. face? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, wait, because did. there was a whole scene because he even goes into the room with Richie's mom, and he's like, I don't want that kind in my house. And we're just like, yo. And Virgil's like, hey, man. And because he, yeah. he heard him in the hallway. He's like, hey, he's man, like, it's cool. I, I'm going to go. I got to go home. And he, and he just, Richie blew up. And I was like, yo, Richie is really the homie right now. Yeah, and then, like, like it flips on itself. And, like, Virgil's dad goes, like, I don't care about any of that. Like, I love you. And then he called him son. And, like, Richie and Virgil hug. And, like, they cry. And then they go out to fight the fight. Mm-hmm. And then when Richie becomes, like, a hero, I'm like, ah! For me, the Static Shock show ties into, for me, my favorite show, which also was ahead of its time, Batman the Animated Series. So good! So good. Which, by the way, because I do have, for those who don't know, I have two posters that are signed by one of the animators himself. Facts. Todd Aaron Smith. And he, like, I mean, that was actually a really cool conversation. I got to meet him at a, at a convention one time, and I, I, I literally just got to ask him questions about it. Like, what it was it like, you know, for the first, you know, drawing for the first three seasons and then changing because season four had an animation style change. Um, what was his favorite episode to draw? You know, some questions like that to really know about the nitty gritties of the show. And he said one of the more interesting things was his favorite episode was the one that Superman was in because it was just outside of the realm. They don't, re- they never really got to draw Superman, deal with Superman in that kind of, in that kind of aspect. But also one of the other things was the concept art they were trying to get down for Harley Quinn. 
He said that was one of the longest processes they had to go through because they had like 15 yeah, different styles. Because for those of you that don't Harley know, Quinn. Harley Quinn was first introduced yes. into the DC mythos through yes, the Batman, animated, animated series. Yes. So uh, honestly, um, he said that process was it was fun, but it uh, it was kind of difficult in a way. If yeah, so. Um, that was awesome. Story-wise, ooh, 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 there's a lot of good stories that exist. However, there's always the killing joke, mm. which sits up there as one of the best, if not the best, depending on who you ask. Um, which one was it? I think it's Death in the City. There's death in the city, and then there's death okay, in the family. That's okay. Here's the thing. There's, there's death in the city, which is which is different, but uh, there's also death in the family. I believe. I think. Uh, I think death in the city because death in the family is, if you don't know, um, the Joker, of course, kills the Tim Jason. Uh, Jason. 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 That, that's. By movie aspects, that's known as Under the Red Hood, for those who have known. Um, let's see. But real quick, going back to uh, just favorite iterations of Batman. So, um, so it's not Death in the City. Death in the City is the one that dealt with Riddler and Joker with yeah, the antics okay. across the city. Yeah. Um, I believe it's Death in the Family that is yeah. that... But going back real quick, and I don't know that people talk about this a lot, but I think Young Justice does a really good job portraying Batman and Bruce Wayne. That is, oh, I was just yes. about to, I was just about to say that there's not a lot of. Let's actually talk about this in context. Right now, um, Marvel Spider-Man is out, and one of the best parts about that game is you get to see different aspects of Spider-Man. You get to see Peter Parker's aspect. It's not as much as I'd like to, at least to the point I've played, but you get to play a lot of Spider-Man. You get to you get to just live the life. There aren't too many games that really strike that balance well, except that, um, that movie, well, his portrayal in that series. Also, Telltale's Batman. Yes. Does a great job of like letting you experience both Bruce Wayne and Batman. Because if you don't know, like that's a very hard balance to do. It's hard. I've always said Ben Affleck is an amazing Bat uh, Bruce Wayne because he's a rich white guy. It's very like it sounds weird because I think Christian Bale is a better Batman than he is a Bruce Wayne. I think Christian Bale sucks as Bruce Wayne. No, it's too stiff. It's way too it's stiff. Too but Ben stiff. Affleck is just like, eh. He's rich. He drives oh, a Ferrari. Moment, the button-down T-shirt when, like, when he runs into like um, Clark Kent at the museum, and they're just like, "Oh yeah, I'm rich." That's uh, Bruce Wayne. The, 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 the one scene that like it was early in the movie. Remember watching it in the theater and Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne meet each other for the first time, and Clark Kent's trying to interview him. Yeah. And Diana walks by. He goes, "Sorry, old habits." And I'm like, "Yo, that is Bruce Wayne, hundred percent." Yeah. No. So. Yeah, uh, I think that's a very astute point. Um, not only does does it do a great job of that, I think it does a great job of portraying like Batman's conflict about being in a fatherly role. He's not; he has no problems being in the leadership role, but that father figure role is kind of a struggle for him. Um, and it does real it does a good job of showing showing that conflict in Young Justice. 
There was even a moment that, you know it's bad when Bruce is sitting down with you and saying like, you might need to step up. Yo, father game. Even Bruce if he's not really yeah. a child. I'm like, bro, Bruce. I'm not saying Bruce is like dad of the year, considering he's like, if we're, if we're really talking about it, homie's batting three for four right now. Three for four, <laughs> my guy. <laughs> but, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, you're not wrong, but like, yo, like, but he, he's. He got to go to the hitting rank. Like, coach got to be like, yo, son, you're not playing the next couple games. I need you at the batting rings because, like, we need, you need help. Your accuracy is low right now. But, uh, yeah, but just seeing within Young Justice, I think they do really well. Because uh, you don't see Bruce Wayne a lot no. in Young Justice because it is very much focused on the superhero side of everything you do. And it's mostly focused on the kids anyways. But but the moments you've seen him. So, yeah. But anyways, let us know what your favorite Batman moment, character, iteration, show is. Tweet at us at E-Man Podcast. But we're not quite done here with this. No, we're not. We're we're gonna talk about not. I, I don't want to call him the true dynamic duo because that because then that just kind of like throws shade at Robin. But Batman's best friend in the entire world, Superman. Superman. Well, let's be honest. His best friend in the entire world is Alfred. Yeah. But that's also kind of his dad. Yeah. So we're just gonna. Yeah. Hop right over that. His but best his, friend, real life, his real life homies, um, two thirds of the Migos, <laughs> two thirds of the Justice League Migos. Actually, actually who would be the third? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, because they're the the founders. She's definitely Offset. Well, but the thing is, is like, yeah, they're the founders, but that doesn't make them the Migos. Well, but look at it. Look at look at the interesting triangle that they've had through comics. Okay, actually, I, I want to take it back. They're not the Migos. They're the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Let's go. Because let's start listening out. If we're gonna be real, the Justice League is the car- is the cartoon version of the Wu Tang Clan. There's Batman, who's RZA. Let's let's be honest about that. Uh, ODB is definitely Flash, um, because Old Dirty Bastard and Flash have a lot in common. Or depending on which like iteration, it's Green Green Arrow, because Green Arrow is out here. Yeah, I thought Batman was batting three for four. Green Lantern's out here just doing whatever. <laughs> Not Green Lantern. Green Arrow. He's out here just doing whatever. So. There's a mm, Superman who is probably Jizza or Ghostface Killer, whichever one you want to put in there. Uh, Wonder Woman is Red Man. Uh, if we're going to stick with the original, Green Lantern is Method Man. Well, define original because you got the how. Because to some people, the original is John Stewart because of when they started watching. Yeah, but, but if you I, go back to comics, that's I, Hal Jordan. I'd put the comics first just because, you know. Okay, so Hal Jordan. So, so Hal then, Jordan. does that mean you're going Martian Manhunter, not Cyborg? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mar- Mar- Martian Manhunter over Cyborg for sure. That's because of like the childhood I grew up with. Yes. And right now, his legacy is being desecrated on that despicable show called Supergirl or Superwoman or whatever the nonsense that is. Sorry, John. We really could just gonna have this fight out. We just we can have to have this fight out and then hug it out because I just can't with this show. They had a moment to redeem it and they went and they just they John looted, man. They John looted. They 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 went and threw the whole like they. You know what Speaking they did? John, John, the show is that the show was is so close and they were getting ready for a strikeout and then someone on the writing team went and threw a bird in front of Randy. What is his name? Randy, the pitcher that blew up the bird. Uh, the pitch that... Yeah, the bird exploded. 
Ran, the, you like, don't remember? You don't remember that? Oh, literally, a pitch was what thrown. What is his a name? Pigeon flies. Oh, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't remember his name. Anyways, uh, continue. We, we people can look it up. So, but we digress. There was some nonsense happening the other day concerning Superman and the DCEU. There are reports that Henry Cavill would no longer be playing the role due to scheduling conflicts. Yo, the and internet then, kind of freaked and out. And then, a bit. I don't know if this is IGN's fault or somebody else's fault. I saw the article on IGN. IGN was like, there are talks that Michael B. Jordan could potentially be replacing Henry Cavill. And then the internet caught fire. The it, comment it, it, section it, it, turned into a battleground. It, it's the it's the James Bond conundrum. It's the James Bond conundrum. You know what? It's like, why, why can't he? A lot of valid arguments is like you can't just replace, uh, you can't replace him mid-story. It doesn't make sense. A lot of people complain that you can't replace Henry Cavill with a black actor. A, I digress. I don't. I think you can replace any actor with whoever you want. Um, As long as the story, as long as the story makes sense. I don't really care what the actor looks like as long as it makes sense. But for those of you who want to argue that Superman is white. First of all, he's an alien. Shut up, because he's an alien. B, white is not like a real thing in the comic books series. It, nope. It's not like it's not really a thing. Nope. It doesn't last long. C, he's an alien. And D, for those of you who say there's no such thing as a black Superman, I need you to really shut up because there's plenty. I mean, plenty of evidence to the contrary. A, Wonder Woman has been traveling throughout time and space just doing whatever she wants. And she has brought back a couple people who look different than, you know. (laughs) 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 Um, I wish the audience could see our gestures. First of all, just know it's, it's a callback to Trevor, Trevor Noah's, Noah's stand-up. stand-up. If you haven't he, seen Trevor Noah's stand-up about why Black James Bond wouldn't work, go type it in and it's going to be it, a lot Yeah, more it's his 2017 stand-up. It's on Netflix. Yeah, but here we go. There are three Superman or three iterations of Superman who are, in fact, black. While they're not Clark Kent, and we recognize that, there are... A, the story is already jumbled up. Like if you if you haven't realized this, which is another reason I like Batman vs Superman, Bruce Wayne is significantly older than Superman. This is because this is a different Bruce Wayne and a different Superman. These are like typically we've grown up with them being around the same age. They're growing up around the same time. They're dating the same women. Yes, Batman and Superman have both dated Lois Lane and uh, Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman and Zatanna. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. Y'all forget about that. Y'all forget Superman tried to steal Zatanna from Batman and did successfully try. I mean, it successfully worked for a little bit. And then we find out Zatanna was... Yeah, yeah, magic. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. And then we find out Zatanna was the role player in the situation. She was just like, y'all both do whatever you are. I'm just out here living my best life. Anyway, I'm saying Zatanna. I feel like it's Zatara. No, Zatara is her her father. Yeah, Zatanna. Anyway, so she was actually playing both of them. Um... Predominantly because she wanted access to both Superman's uh, Fortress of Solitude and Batman's Arsenal of Magical Weapons. Anyway, back to the nonsense. Val Zod, who is the son of Admiral Zod, is black. 
and he actually plays Superman, um, a different kind of Superman. He's actually a pacifist. He hates fighting. He hates fighting to the point that, like, he, like, has an emotional breakdown, but realizes that he hates evil even more, so he uses that as his motivation. So, if that's not a flip on the head of what Superman is, because Superman doesn't necessarily like fighting, but he fights because of justice and hope and all these other things, um, then I don't know what that is. And then, of course, Steel. Steel is revealed yeah. as a silver-laced... Um, he's Superman. He has a Superman hope. He's John Henry Irons is his name. John Henry Irons. He's the Thor of the Superman. He's the Thor of the Superman. He has the suit on, but like there are scenes where the suit begins to fade and you see that he's actually black. Not to mention every time we see Steel, his facial features just look black. Black. Take that how you will. He just, he looks like a football player. He looks like a starting quarter cornerback for the Detroit Lions. He just linebacker. No, in some iterations, they cornerback. Yeah, linebacker is. And in some iterations, the bro, he he's looks like a linebacker. He's a little, he's a little husky, you know, a little, a little round around the waist. You can't tell me yeah. with that kind of like with at least this kind of physique, more linebacker. Yeah, than but if we're gonna go with John Henry Irons, Valzad, and um, the one that Wonder Supergirl dates, what's his name again? Uh, don't remember his name. You you on your own on that one, TBH. I had it on the tape. Anyways, we digress. There is such thing as Black Superman. Anyone that tells you otherwise has never read a comic in their life. And, and... Calvin Harris. Calvin Ellis, sorry. I was like, like Calvin the, Harris? The, the artist? The <laughs> Calvin Ellis is the other Superman. Uh, yeah, she dates, uh, he dates one of them. And he's, a. Uh, if you don't know, he's full-blooded Kryptonian royalty. So in case you thought Superman was the only royal member of the, like, Kryptonian family, no, there are many, mul- there are multiple Kryptonian royal families. Calvin Ellis is the only surviving member of his line, and technically, um, I think his family was, like, the rulers of Krypton before, um, Kal-El's family was. The House of L. The House of L. Okay. Anyways. But anyway, so as reports were coming out, Henry Cavill was no longer going to be doing Superman. His agent comes out and says, nah, that's nonsense. That's nonsense. And then Mr. Cavill himself did this whole thing where, like, he had a Superman toy and it was, like, Superman music and he slowly, like, brought it into frame and, like, just didn't say anything. Like, he didn't, like, it just... Slowly brought the Superman. I thought it was a funny way to, like, dispel a bunch of rumors. But, like, here's my thing. Comic books are and have always been a different way of just, like, expressing real-life issues and ideas from um, Captain America fighting the Nazis to Black Panther dealing with racism to Batman dealing with fatherhood um, to uh, Wonder Woman finding her identity in a world she's, like, not really fitting in to Spider-Gwen. And, I mean, we can go to Virgil. We just talked about um, the issues dealing with racism and gang violence. Basically, I mean, it's basically like real-life Chicago right now. Um, So comic books have always been a place of, like, understanding and welcoming and acceptance and these characters dealing with real-life issues and, like, people in real life basically latching onto these characters because they identify with these things. So don't try to, like, bring your own divisive and small-minded problems into the world of comic books. Either read the comics and learn or shut up. 
I'm like, I know that's a hard stance to take, but I'm taking it. These like views and opinions don't reflect the views and opinions of my company, but they reflect my views and opinions. If you got a problem with, at me, Mookie833 on Twitter. I got a whole ammunition. I'm ready for all the smoke. Come at me if you want. My DMs is wide open. Plus, every superhero has been black at least once. Facts! <laughs> Facts! Yeah, Except Stanley. Like Stanley is the only yeah, one who hasn't been black in any Yeah, it's kind of hard to replace Stanley. <laughs> but again, if you don't believe us, Thor has been a horse. Like, if you really want these problems, there could actually be a real life talking horse as Thor on TV. If you really want that problem, I mean, yeah. And as with the running theme of today, if you don't believe us, just read a book, read, read a, a comic book. book, read any of them. Read a book. Read, read a any book. of them. Read a book. Yes. Yes. But. You know what else likes to bring real-life problems into the written fantasy world that we always engross ourselves in? Anime and manga. Yes. They do that well. They do it so well that they make video games out of it. Not necessarily the socioeconomic problems, but the characters we love themselves. Because Jump Force... It's coming soon. Next year? 2019? Yes, 2019. And they just released they just released a new character. Which, which was surprising. Yeah, it was actually kind of surprising. So as of right now, they have all the heavy hitters that you would basically assume they have Goku, Vegeta, Frieza, uh, Ichigo, Luffy, Zoro, just Naruto, Sasuke, any any of the main characters you could think of from uh, a lot of the mainstream animes. They also have Yugi Moto coming to the game. Which I was like... The king um, of games. How is this going to work? I, I assume it'll operate kind of like uh, the Pokemon trainer in Smash exactly Brothers. That's exactly what I was thinking. But then you'd, it would have to be a cycle between a couple of different monsters. Someone was saying he could summon everything from Dark Magician to Red Eyes, Blue Eyes, and even the God Cards. And Exodia. I'm like, that's too much. If he summons Exodia, like... How do you automatic dub? That's a dub. Like Yugi, well, if okay, Yugi okay, summons okay. Exodia, like what is the what is the well, counter to in, that? In, I'll, I'll say in, this. I, if because if it's operating kind of like how the Pokemon trainer. Uh, trainer was in Smash Brothers, if he summons a card and it's Exodia. I feel like it'll be a lot like the Smash Ultimate. Not like not like the game, but like when you get the Smash Ball mm -hmm. and you're doing your final Smash. Uh, it, like, if, you, if you're in range and you get out, I feel like it's not a bad KO. Yeah, if, if that's if, the game. Yeah, if he summons... If like, I feel like Exodia has to be his ultimate, but let's say regular fighting. If he summons Dark Magician, like, you have three moves. Dark Magician has... What is it? Dark Magic Attack. Yo, and how do spells come into this? Like, can you spell the trap cards? Exactly. It's it's very complicated. Unlu uh, unless the and here's my thing. Like, are there basic fighting moves? Are there attacks? Or is he just a support character? Because there hasn't been any actual gameplay released of him being in it. Yeah. Kind of like light. Uh, They've shown light. Yeah. And the Shinigami. Yeah. And they're and they're, 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 the they're, they're they're too powerful. They're support the characters. So I can see Yugi being something like that because there hasn't been any actual gameplay with that. I think I would I would support the the, the idea of Yugi as a support character. So let's say I'm playing as oh who am I kidding? 
Ichigo. So let's say I'm playing as Ichigo, and if I'm like crossing up somebody, and I get to this slide in Yugi, and he drops a dark magic attack, and I get to continue my combo, oh, I'm with it. I'm 100% for all those problems. Um, but like Yugi, again, I see, I see, I see it being potentially problematic. Like if Yugi is just standing there summoning monsters, and then again, what's the timeout? Like, it, can I just? Select a specific monster because if I could just select a specific monster, I'm just gonna summon blue eyes, uh, white dragon and just spam his white lightning attack. I mean, you're not wrong, a lot of people do. Well, it, depe it depends on what cards they use, like, and that's uh, true. Are they limiting it? Are they limiting it to his final deck, his beginning deck, his most common but, 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 deck? Like, because okay. we could do everything from dark magician to, um. Where you combine? So we have the we god. Get, so we have the god. So here, the if, god if we go early, let's let, let's kind of progress a little bit because it's pretty easy. Because we have like cards like Dark Magician, obviously through every like, deck. You can't have Yugi without Dark Magician. No, 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 no. Or uh, Yami, whichever one they're going yeah, with. Yugi, so Yami. so Dark Magician. Period. He had uh, Gaia the Fierce Knight on the horse because that was early for him. Curse of Dragon. Curse of Dragon. Summon Skull. Those Thousand were, Dragon. So those were Thousand his. Dragon. That was a little jumping. just no, but. Here's the, oh yeah, yeah, well no, he that was the time next was arc to, to Joey. Joey already had Baby Dragon. Yeah. So so that was like season one, early you know season two. But then once we get to Battle City, that's when we start getting in the guard cards. Like Dark well, Magician well, Girl also. Yeah, Dark Magician Girl. Then he had Slifer. So if actually if they pick a guard card, I would almost say Slifer because he had Slifer just about the entire time. That was the first guard card he got. Yeah. So Slifer would have been the choice. What other notable card did he have that he used quite a bit? Uh, Dark Magician Girl. Buster something. Blader has Buster been Bl used a few times. And uh, uh, Buster Blader and uh, Dar no, 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 uh, Dark Magician of Chaos. Yeah. Okay, so those were those ones. And then we jump again, and that hits... Well, once, he gets, once he gets all three god cards. and and That's why actually where it changed, because it was all about summoning the god cards. Well, he's never... Like, after Battle City... He was never able to use the god cards until the very end. Like, the very last duel, if you think about it. True. Oh, you right. You right. Because then you go from Battle City, you go to Enter the Dragons, where it was all about the Seal of Warrior Calcos. They, he, he went to the Stone Tablet. They absorbed the power of the god cards. He couldn't use them. That's when they got, like, the three dragons, the Eye of Tamayas, uh, the Claw of Hermos, the Fang of Critias, and stuff like that. Uh, then you get to Dawn of the Duel, where it's going to the past, and he's rediscovering how to use, like, play the game again. And he, he summoned the three Egyptian gods once, and then he hasn't been able to until the very end. You're right. So he's got them, he's just never been able to use them. That's actually, that's actually good writing, now that I really think about it, because he, at that point he couldn't rely on them. Mm-mm. And even then, like, from the aspect of, like, following Yugi Moto, who this story actually is about, he, did, he, he didn't even get to use him. It's always been uh, a Tam. If you guys didn't know, that's what uh, Yami Yugi's actual name is. He, he had to fight against him. But we digress. Let us know what you think about Yugi being in Jump Force. Tweet at us. I just had a moment of epiphany. I was like, oh, man, I kind of miss Yu-Gi-Oh. I wish I could play that. Oh, never mind. Duel Links is on iOS. I re-downloaded it. I'm in trouble. I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble. That game was... Remember that? I, we sat in this basement for like two days straight and did nothing but play that You game. know what? I deleted it, but I didn't save any more information because I wanted to log back on. I had to start all the way over, so I'm never opening it back up again. I'm not oh putting all that work in. 
I feel sorry for you. Yep. I emailed all my codes to myself because I, I, I emailed that like, here's your account number. I emailed it to myself so I would forever have it. Yeah. But uh, also some quick notes. Earlier this week, we had a Kingdom Hearts small trailer drop revealing Big Hero 6, even though it's not much of a reveal. They said it was going to be in there. It's the actual, actual like, yeah. story revealing yeah. trailer. So kind of like they did with Frozen uh, and Tangled and uh, some of the other worlds. But there's going to be... I'm still waiting to see Treasure Planet, by the way, guys. Treasure Planet. So, aside from that, because they didn't actually say it was going to be in this one, did they? Or it's no, just, the, like, the, 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 the reason that, like, that's kind of the big thing is that the guy who wrote Frozen and Big Hero 6 also wrote Treasure Planet, and two of his three movies are in it. Ooh. So, Treasure Planet is his third Maybe he'll have the trifecta. We are supposed to get about about eighty plus hours of game content for it. So so like at this point, it like I could see them not doing it, but also if you have someone who who has a short library like that, and you already put in two of his three movies, might as well put in the third. third. And Treasure Planet was actually a pretty good movie. Really good movie. Slept Mm -hmm. on a lot. Yeah. Uh, But we're supposed to get a longer trailer coming out. I believe it's supposed to be. Whenever this episode comes out, so Monday, I believe it's supposed to come out Monday. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Uh, so we'll get a longer trailer then, which excited to see what else is going to be revealed in that. Um, but also exciting, I think it's supposed to be by the end of the year, but the Kingdom Hearts VR experience is going to be coming. That's going to be interesting. And if you already have like the VR setup, I hear it's supposed to be free. <gasps> What does that mean? I have no idea. We don't check facts on here. We need a VR. We do need a VR. I've like, I've always thought the VR was interesting, but now, just for the sake of Kingdom Hearts, I need to get one. Like, like I need to get one. No time like the present. But these bills, they can wait. I believe Mookie once uh, fervently said, I will never tell you to not spend money. Facts. And it was repeated to me multiple times by Mateo, in which I spent a scrupulous amount of money in a short amount of time. But hey, you know what? We do what we want. Quality, Quality and excellence. excellence. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. However, I mean, it's, I think it's about that time. I, I think, uh, un- unfortunately, I think we need to kind of bring things to a close. We've been, uh, at this, we've been at this a bit. Yeah, we've been, been at this, at this a bit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, quick couple things. As you said, it's National Batman Day, so tweet at us your favorite Batman comments. Uh, also, so if we talked about Yu-Gi-Oh for you know way longer than any real adult man should be talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, hey, we used to play Yu-Gi-Oh every summer for the last like five years. I Jack still Wars. have my deck. Listen, what, which one? Dual Academy on the PSP. Jack Wars Two. Oh. Ahead of its time. Fantastic. Yeah. The PSP in general is ahead of its time. Yeah, shout out to the homie Brent. Brent, yeah. For reminding us how yeah. far ahead of its time the PSP was. Truly a legendary console. But uh, yeah, tweet at us your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh moments. You know what the, you know what the tweeters are. If I don't, I, I definitely don't. So Mattel, go ahead and let me know what the socials are. Uh, so follow us at Even Podcast on Twitter. Same thing on Instagram. We are on Facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. You can also hit us up on all our company stuff at White Noise LLC on everything. If you are listening to this on SoundCloud, be sure to follow us, like the track, share with some friends, leave a comment. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, 
subscribe, leave a review. We love hearing from you guys. What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? Love to hear from you. We'll shout you out on the podcast, too. Yeah. We just need you guys to speak to us. We know you're there. Please do. And shout out to the 15 people in China still listening. We don't know why or how or how y'all keep growing in numbers, but shout out to you for being the realest. By the way, like, I, if, if we're being for real, like, across all platforms, you know, we got a large number of listens. We're closing in on 15,000 on SoundCloud alone. Wow. People are really out here supporting the brand. Uh, we can't say that because we already know some people who have the word brand podcast. And we don't want no smoke with none of the, the godfathers of the jokes, um, Jesus and Meryl. But um, shout out to them for being inspirations. For, for just telling us to go for the nonsense. They didn't tell us directly. They just told us indirectly by being absolutely ridiculous on national television and inspiring us to be as ridiculous as humanly possible. But most importantly, we want to thank you, the customer, for listening. In the most words of Jay-Z, you, the, the customer. customer. Greatest rapper of all time, Jay-Z. I don't care what any of you Eminem fans has to say. Jay-Z is just better, period. Sorry. And on that note, I'm out of here. And if you really want to smoke about this Jay-Z versus Eminem thing, hit me in my DMs. Cause I I got I got I got facts. F-A-X, not facts. I got faxes for y'all. Give me your fax number, I'll give you proof. I have receipts. He really wanna go old school and send it to them. I will send you a fax with all the receipts I have about why Eminem is not as good as about this, as good as Jay-Z. I'm telling you, Mookie 833 on Twitter, let me know. I got I, I want these smart, I want the problems. Come at me, yo. He wants to smoke. In the, wor- fire. In the words of Lil Duvall, I'm living my best life. I ain't got time with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. With that, we bid you farewell, and we will see you guys next week. Slime Lake.